Hello, we are reading in the writings of Rabash, the article, what it means that Esav was called a man of the field in the work. The study material is on Svivatova and the Arvut system. You can send questions live through the sites. Anyone asking a question in the study hall should stand up, hold the microphone close to his mouth, and speak loudly and clearly. What it means that Esav was called a man of the field in the work. Zohar says, it is written here, a skillful hunter, a man of the field. And it is written there about Nwad, he was a mighty hunter before the Lord. As there, it means that he was hunting the minds of people and misleading them to rebel, to rebel against the Creator. So here, a man of the field means to rob people and to kill them. Esav said that he was in the field to pray, like Isaac, as it is written, and Isaac went out to stroll in the field, and hunting, and he deceived Isaac. We should understand what are the two things said about Esav. Meaning, what is the difference between a skillful hunter and a man of the field in the work? We should also understand why the Zohar says, a man of the field, since his lot is not an inhabited place, but in a desolate place, in the desert, in the field. And this is why he is called a man of the field. But Noah, too, was called a man of the earth, as it is written, and Noah, man of the earth, began. Also, it is written about Isaac himself. And Isaac, Yitzchak, went out to stroll in the field. And it is also written that Yitzchak said about Jacob what is written, and he said, See, the scent of my son is as the scent of the field that the Lord has blessed. Thus, from where is it implied that with Esav, a man of the field means robbing people and killing them? We should interpret this in the work. It is written, which God has created to do. That is, the Creator created the world with the aim to do good to His creations. For this purpose, He created something new called a desire to receive delight and pleasure. As we learned, in order to enjoy the delight and pleasure that He wants to give, the pleasure is according to the need and the yearning for the thing. Since the yearning determines the measure of the pleasure that one can derive from the matter. Therefore, first emerged this will to receive existence from absence. This is called which God has created. To do is the correction of creation, since by this there is a difference between the bestower and the receiver. 
Therefore, there is the matter of the bread of shame, namely, shame. This is why we can have an aim to bestow, meaning not to receive despite the great yearning to receive the delight and pleasure, still, in order not to feel shame, work was given to the created beings. It is called work because it is against the nature with which the Creator created creation. Since the matter of the purpose of creation, to do good to His creations, means that anything that can be said that a person receives, meaning that he has a desire to receive, comes from the Creator, who created this nature. Conversely, not receiving the delight and pleasure that the Creator wants to give, this we attribute to the creatures. For this reason, this correction, not to receive the delight and pleasure unless we have the aim to bestow, is called doing. And the creatures must do this, although it is against nature. This will to receive is called Malchut. As it is known that the Kli, vessel, to receive the lights is called Malchut. As we learn, there was a Tzimtzum, restriction, and concealment on this Malchut. And Malchut, with respect to the will to receive for herself, remained without light. Only when it is possible to place on her a desire in order to bestow, to that extent that simtsum and concealment depart, and she can receive the abundance. Otherwise, malchut is called vacant space from light. From this, it extends that afterwards two systems were made, as in, God has made one opposite the other. In other words, just as there is a Bia of Kedusha, holiness, opposite it, there is a Bia of Tum'ah, impurity. Malchut has several names, land, earth, sea, and dust, depending on what she receives. In this Malchut, called earth, the man is extended, as it is written, and the Lord God created the man dust of the earth. This is the Malchut of whom it was said, all was from the dust. It was said in the Zohar, all was from the dust, even the wheel of the sun. This means that when we speak, we speak only of lights clothed in the Kelim vessels, as it is known that there is no light without a Kli, and all the Kelim extend from Malchut, who is the will to receive. 
This means that all we speak of is only of Malchut, who is the will to receive, which is either in Kedusha, holiness, or in Klipa, shell. The only difference is that the Kedusha does not use the will to receive unless it can place on it a desire that works in order to bestow. Or it restricts itself from using the will to receive. Conversely, the klipa, the shell or peel, wants to use the will to receive in order to receive. This means that when it is said that a person is using vessels of bestowal, it does not mean that the vessels of bestowal are doing something. Since there are no vessels of bestowal in the will to receive, as all of creation is regarded as only a desire to receive, as it is known that other than the will to receive, we attribute everything to the Creator. Creation is called existence from absence. And this pertains specifically to the lack that the Creator created. However, when we say that a person is using the desire to bestow, it means that the will to receive is not, not using its own quality, but the Creator's desire, whose wish is only to bestow and not receive anything. According to the above, we can understand the meaning of the field that was said about Esav, who is called a man of the field. We see that Yitzchak, too, went out to the field. And it is also written about Yaakov, Jacob, that Yitzchak said, See, the scent of my son is as the scent of the field that the Lord has blessed. This means that field means malchut, which is the will to receive. And there, there is the matter of the choice, whether to correct it into working in order to bestow, which is called Kedusha, holiness. It is about this that Yitzchak said, as the field that the Lord has blessed. If we do not correct it into working in order to bestow, but engage in receiving in order to receive, this is called a man of the field, which is a klipa, as was said, a man of the field, in order to rob people and kill them. This pertained to Esav. But concerning Isaac, it is written, and Isaac went out to stroll in the field. He went to correct the field, which is Malchut, to correct so that the quality of Malchut, which is a desire to receive, will work in order to bestow. This is called correcting the world with the kingdom of Shadi. Shadai. It is known that the name Shadi means Yesod, and Yesod is called Yesod Tzadik, righteous, who is the bestower. The intention is to correct Malchut, who is reception. So she becomes like the quality of Yesod, 
meaning aiming to bestow. This is the meaning of Yitzchak went out to stroll in the field. It is written likewise about Yaakov, that Yaakov said, See, the scent of my son is as the scent of the field that the Lord is blessed. In other words, Yitzchak saw that Jacob corrected Malchut, so it was possible to see the blessing of the Creator on the field, which is Malchut. However, we should understand why the Zohar speaks on the field, speaks of the field, in a reproving manner with respect to Esav. We should interpret that it is because it is written a skillful hunter. And then it is written a man of the field. It interprets that a skillful hunter is from Nimrod. For Nimrod was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Zohar interprets that it means that he was hunting the minds of people and misleading them to rebel against the Creator. We should understand the difference between a skillful hunter and a man of the field. According to what we learn, there is a difference between the mind and the heart. The mind, Barasalam explains, refers to faith above reason. The heart means the desire in the heart, which works only for its own sake. That is, for its own sake, means that a person is willing to do any work in the world as long as he sees that the reward he will receive in return for his effort is worthwhile. It follows that when it says a skillful hunter or a man of the field, they are two things which in the work are called mind and heart. Now we can understand that if the writing says about Esav that he was a skillful hunter, and we learn from Nimrod what hunting means, that he hunted the minds of people and misled them to rebel against the Creator, this is a flaw in the mind, meaning in faith. From this, we know how to interpret a man of the field. It means that as he flawed the mind, he also flawed the heart. This is why we interpret a man of the field to mean self-love, meaning that his field was about robbing people and killing them. He was supposed to choose the good for the field, so there would be blessing there. Yet, he did the opposite, extending death and killing into the field. In the work, we should interpret that since man was created with a desire to receive and must correct it into working in order to bestow, in order to be able to correct, meaning to have a choice, meaning that a person will observe Torah and mitzvot, commandments, 
for good deeds in order to bestow and not for his own sake a tzimtzum restriction and concealment were made where man must begin in the work must begin the work in the form of faith above reason since within reason the concealment has been placed this is when the work on the choice begins meaning that a person must accept the burden of the kingdom of heaven which is a burden as in as an ox to the burden in other words although the body does not agree to do anything unless it sees what is done with its work since this is the nature which God has created to do that man must see what he is doing meaning what is done with his work he must see who enjoys the work he is doing Therefore, when a person engages in Torah and mitzvot, he wants to see who received his work. Since a concealment and hiding were made, for the purpose of correction, a person does not see or feel who receives his work. And he must believe above reason that the Creator receives his work. But the body does not want to believe. For this reason, we were given this work as an ox to the burden. In other words, as the ox works by coercion and must obey with its what its owner wants, man must not ask the body if it wants to take upon itself the burden of Torah and mitzvot. Rather, he must force it and believe in the sages that such is the path of truth. Also, there is a discernment of and as a donkey to the load, meaning it is the quality of the heart. In other words, a person must work not in order to receive reward. Therefore, when the body is told to work without any reward, this work is a load to it. And the body wants to take off this load, which man wants it to suffer. In other words, the body understands that it can carry a load even for a doubtful reward for this work. But if it is told work and carry loads without any reward, it wants to get rid of this work every moment. Then it was said as a donkey to the load. That is, a person must walk in this direction even though the body disagrees. It follows that the labor is in two manners. One, as an ox to the burden. Two, as a donkey to the load. If a person walks on the path of Esav, the person is called a skillful hunter, a man of the field. That is, he lacks faith, which is called a skillful hunter. 
like Nimrod, when the body wants to rebel against the faith in the Creator, which blemishes the quality of mind. Also, he is a man of the field, meaning he robs people. This means that he robs a man in him and remains as a beast, knowing only himself and not others. It is written, a man of the field, to rob people and to kill them. This means that if he robs the man in him and enters the state of a beast, which is the desire to receive for oneself, then he is in a state of the wicked in their lives are called dead, since they are separated from the life of lives. This is called heart. Mala Sulam said that in truth, the quality of the heart is man's primary quality, meaning that this is the root that he does not want to believe because man has more pleasure when he sees and feels. Therefore, he does not want to degrade himself and walk with his eyes shut and believe all that our sages said. Yet, the primary basis is faith in the sages. As it is written, there is a tale about a foreigner who came to Shammai and said, How many laws do you have? He replied, Two. The written law, written Torah, and the oral law, oral Torah. He told him, I believe you about the written Torah, and I do not believe you about the oral Torah, oral law. Convert me so as to teach me the written Torah. He rebuked him, Shammai, and dejected him with a rebuke. He, the convert, came to Hillel, convert me. On the first day, he, Hillel, said to him, Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Dalet. The following day, he reversed, the, he reversed them to him, the letters, such as Tav, Shin, Resh, Kuf, from end to beginning. He, the foreigner, said to him, But yesterday, you did, not, did you not say them to me thus? He said to him, Do you not trust me? So trust me with the oral too. Rashi interprets, do you not trust me as you trusted me? Trusted me with the oral too. From this we see that Hillel told him, without faith in the sages, there is nothing. However, faith is an argument of the intellect. That is, a person says, if I did not have to believe above reason, but everything would be within reason, I would progress without any breaks. But Bala Sulam said that in truth, the will to receive, that a person wants to work only for his own sake, like a beast. Is the reason why he cannot believe. This means that when a person claims that it is difficult for him to walk above reason, 
It stems from self-love, which is the beast in man. This is all that interferes. For this reason, two forces are required, the mind and the heart. As it is written, as an ox to the burden and as a donkey to the load. However, um, hence, if we correct the field, meaning Malchut, who is called will to receive for oneself, whether in the mind or in the heart, it is called the field that the Lord has blessed, which was said about Jacob. And likewise, it is written about Yitzchak, and Yitzchak went out to stroll in the field, which is the correction of Marchut. But Esav, who is called a man of the field, in the action, it seems as though he is going to correct the field. But in the intention, which is called in order to bestow, which is the whole correction of Malchut, there is room for one to deceive oneself. Since this is something that is given to the heart, and it is not apparent from the outside that it is possible to monitor. This is not so with actions which are revealed outwards. A person can check whether or not he is deceiving himself. This is why the Zohar interprets and Esav said that he was in the field in order to pray like Isaac. As it is written, and Yitzchak went out to stroll in the field and hunting. And he deceived Yitzchak. This means that he went into the field in order to pray, meaning he entered the field in order to correct it, like Yitzchak, but hunting, meaning that he hunted like Nimrod, who misled people's minds to rebel against the Creator. By this, Esav misled himself as well. And from this extends the robbing too, as it says, to rob people. This is, as our sages said about Adam Arishon, they said that he was a thief in that he ate from the tree of knowledge, meaning took it out from the singular authority, meaning the authority of the Creator. In other words, everything must be for the sake of the Creator. And by eating from the tree of knowledge, he fell into his own authority, meaning wanting to wanted to receive everything for his own sake. It is likewise with Esav, who entered the field, meaning to correct Malchut. Externally, it did not show that he was not working in order to bestow. Externally, Esav said, as it is written, that he entered in order to pray, like Isaac, meaning to correct the field, which is Malchut. Yet, he deceived himself 
meaning that the intention that should have been for the singular authority for the sake of the Creator was in order to rob people. That is, as Adam Arishon stole and was a thief, so did Esav do everything for his own sake. This is called robbing people. Therefore, the person who begins to do the holy work, meaning to turn everything into Kedusha, holiness, must be careful with the externality so he does not deceive himself while performing the actions which is work not for her sake. He must tell his body I am engaging in Torah and mitzvot lo and by this I want to come to aim lishma for her sake. He believes in the words of our sages who said one should always engage in Torah and mitzvot lo and from Lo Lishma, I want to come to Lishma. He believes with faith in the sages, who said the light in it reforms him, and he will be rewarded with it. Okay. Yes. Someone asks, someone replies. Yes. Everyone listen to the question. Let's see who can answer. In the paragraph before last, it says, Therefore, a man who begins to do the holy work meaning to do everything in order to bestow, should be careful from the externality. He should not deceive himself while doing the actions, which is work, not for a second. He should tell his body, now I am engaging in Torah and Mitzvot, and through it I want to come to Lishma. Why is it important when he works in externality, in actions, why is it important that he will not deceive himself as if he is working Lishma? What is the warning here? Who can reply? No, no. Yes. The deficiency needs to be clear. What? The deficiency, what he's asking for, needs to be clear. I didn't understand. What do you mean, a clear deficiency? What is he asking? For his real situation. You're saying something indirectly. I don't understand what you mean by the real deficiency. Go ahead. Okay. Yes. From the text, he writes, in the intention, it's called in order to bestow, because this is the whole correction of Malchut. Yes. There is a place for a person to deceive himself, meaning that this is something given to the heart and is not apparent on the outside that it is possible for him to criticize. And? So concerning the intention, a person cannot trust himself. So what does he do? No, no, no. He asked... Uh, no, 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 not what he asked. You answer. What does he do? 
אמונת חכמים. לכפות את עצמו בזה. תודה רבה רב. הוא רושם פה התיקון הזה שלא לקבל את אני דורש את הכוונה הזאת מהבורא כל הזמן, שיכוון אותי לך. to direct me to ask for this intention, but once I do something, I don't always feel 100% that I have all the intention there. Probably the action is incomplete. Oh, so that's what we learned in yesterday's morning lesson, that a complete action with a complete intention. Meaning, how do I come to performing an act completely, even before I direct it completely? How do I make this effort where I say, this is the right, complete action? You check your intention. And then you raise your request to the Creator to help you do an action and an intention in order to bestow. But the fact that I'm asking for it shows that there is some deficiency and I understand that I'm not in the right place. You're not in the right place because your intention is still in order to receive until the Creator corrects it. So, I have to feel this correction in my relation to the friends, to the Creator? I have to feel this correction more and more each time? Yes. Thank you. Who else wants to say something about this? No, about this. Yes. Yes. And Lolishma checks the direction in the opposite manner. Previously, first there is no cor- correction. The Lolishma creates a correction. A person can correct the direction toward the Creator. That's correct. That's what's needed. Yeah. Okay. Let's move forward. No more questions. No. Also, on the screens, I don't see anything. Not from the women. And, oh, we do have Kiev 1. Kiev 1. What does it mean to be a hunter, a man of the field, and to pray in the field? What's the difference between them? If I am in the field and I discover myself to be still in order to receive in my intention, so I'll do, I do all sorts of actions that help me replace the intention to, in order to bestow. This is basically the whole thing. So, So we have to hunt in the field and do that in order to bestow, meaning connect with the others in order to bestow. What does it mean to go out to the field? To go out to the field means to look for correction over man's nature. When one is looking for how can he be similar, closer to the Creator? 
Более, то есть вот это исправление, это в нашем общем желании, как бы вот там же написано, что это You too add to your friends' desires in your group, in your ten. You add your inclination or tendency to, to be a giver to others. And this is how you all connect more and more. Florida. Yes, Rav. It says in the passage... Um, that he believes in the written Torah and not in the oral Torah. What is the written Torah and what is the oral Torah? Yes. Well, who can answer? Anyone remembers? Yeah. Yeah, the oral things he does in practice, like writing that he can read the oral Torahs, relying on on knowledge of the sages, but he can't see it with his eyes. Okay, more. Any no other opinion? Yes. I think oral Torah is faith above reason, and written Torah is faith in the sages. Everything that they received and have gi- and have given to us, and we combine them. Okay, could be, yes. I think it's written here. Uh, we see here that Hillel said that without faith in the sages, there is nothing. Yes. So maybe it's also believing in the sages, but it's also an answer to the previous question. That our test, if we are on the path or not, is if we need the help of the Creator with a request of faith above reason. If not, then it's clear we're still buried in the will to receive. Okay. That's it? No, no. Yes. Is there a matter of correcting the intention to bestow? Um, but what does it mean to correct the desire? So it is in order to bestow. No, there, there is nothing to correct about the desire. Maybe he writes it that way, but the desire can't be changed. The desire is a desire, and that's it. What we can change is only the intention. Our desires, that is, our actions, we don't need to change. Therefore, that's why our entire work is invisible. It's only the intention. Yes. Good morning. He's talking about shame, that a person comes to a state of shame and able to receive it, and then he gives him the work so as to overcome the shame. Can you explain more deeply the process? Because the will to receive is natural. So why should a person be ashamed to receive if it's natural? The will to receive is natural on the degrees of still, vegetative, and animate. On the speaking level, the will to receive is accompanied 
by a sense of I more than others different from others. And here, the sense of shame helps the person that he has to work on his ego, on his will to receive, so that he won't be ashamed of any tendency or incident that he goes through. Is this shame inherent in the will to receive? Yes, 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 of course. The shame resides inside the will to receive. So... Just as I want to enjoy shame afterwards awakens. Yes. But how does that make us labor? It, it necessitates you to labor. The shame. Yes, of course. A lot of people do what they, whatever they do because shame necessitates them. So the whole trick here is not to be ashamed but just go all out into this thing then, with faith above reason? Yes. Look at all the people sitting here. Why, why will they not just scatter across the big city and take charity, let's say? And, you know, one who receives charity throughout the day, let's say, earns the same amount they do. But some people do uh, ask for charity and they lost the shame. Yeah, it's not that they lost the shame. They have some justifications. That's not, it's not, not that simple. He explains in the article about two states of labor, as an ox to the burden and as a donkey to the load. What is the difference between them? Because it says that a donkey to the load is is the heart and the ox is the mind. What's the difference between them? It's the difference between mind and heart. Why is the donkey the heart and the ox the mind? The ox is closer to to the landlord. And the donkey is closer to the doing. That's how they they differentiate this thing in the direction of the, the landlord or the direction of the work. And we have to work on both. The states of coercion in the current state, we, we will always use coercion, or is it only on the first stages of the path? Until the the end of the road. Until the end of the path, we have to work by coercion. But there are states when the Creator is revealed, so then we don't need coercion. Of course, yes, of course, but still it remains until the end of the path. Only at the end you finish it. In the first stages, from what I understand, it's more by coercion and the more we advance, it decreases. On the one hand, it goes down. On the other hand, it becomes revealed. And in our current stages, from where do we get the strength to force to go with coercion against the will to receive? To the extent that we talk about it and wish to achieve that out of shame towards the friends and towards ourselves, that I can't allow myself to once again go back to the same state as before. How do we relate to this feeling? Because this coercion that we force on the will to receive, there's a feeling of weakness. Yes. We are weak. You feel weak. That you don't have the strength to overcome or that you kind of half overcome. 
imagine in front of you an enemy and overcome it. So it's only with the help of society alone a person cannot overcome it. Okay, yeah, they write about it. There's quite a bit is written about it. Yes, Gershon. To continue, Shai, he writes, a person must begin the work with faith about reason, because within reason there was a concealment. And then the work begins with choice, meaning a person has to accept the burden of the kingdom of heaven, which means as an ox to the burden and as a donkey to the load. Meaning although the body disagrees with doing it, if it doesn't see what is done with its work, because it's the nature that the Creator created to do, that a person must see what he does, meaning what is done with his work. He needs to see who enjoys the work he is doing. So, to continue, Shai, I can understand forcing the body to do, forcing the will. There is a society, you want to be respected by the society, you don't want to be embarrassed. So I can do all kinds of things that society decides I have to do, even if it's to bestow upon others, which I don't want to. But how can I force the intention? How can we force the heart? Same calculation. How? You now simply told us that you can overcome your desire and fulfill another desire, correct? Yes. In order to do what? In order to be respected, important in the eyes of society, to get something, right? Okay, so what's next? How can you shift this to the degree of relation relating to the Creator? That's the question. The Creator will very much enjoy you beginning to relate to the friends with love. That will be the best gift for him. No, I know. I want to. How do I really begin to love them? Because when there's no overseer, the society oversees me. The society, too, can give that to you, yeah. In the heart, there is no overseer. It can go in a thousand directions and thoughts and desires. That depends on how you aim your heart. If you open your heart towards the society a bit more, and you imagine to yourself that what exists in your heart is seen by the friends, then you ask the Creator to help you aim your heart closer towards the friends. Thank you. Ken. What's the right approach to faith in the sages? You have to believe what they wrote, that it will be as a law for us. And checking whether I believe or not, if I agree or not, yes. What do I do with disagreements? Ask the Creator to give you strength to understand how much you are not with them and that you will have the strength to do it. Man's heart is a desire, right? Yes. And, and the intention, is it also in man's heart? Yes. What's the function of the mind? I mean, mind and heart. The mind, it's more about weighing things, sorting things out. Correcting the desire, it is to ask to correct the heart. Yes. And the 
role of the mind is to go above reason, if I understand correctly? Yes. So who do I work with? Which do I work with? You work with both. You can't completely separate the mind and the heart. You rather want to work more with your mind because here you can hold yourself and be in some sort of judgment. But with the intention, it's a problem. In the intention, you can very quickly escape and not exactly hold on to the intention. And in between them, who manages whom? Or maybe it's not like that. Do they work together or what? One depends on the other, but it's not mandatory. We get bit by bit, get closer. To, to give an answer that a person is not going to use is not good. It'll just confuse more. So. Okay. Thank you. Our desire is like a gushing river. How do I stop this river? So I don't drown. So I can change the direction of the river. How do I place a restriction on such a, a stormy river? By the friends, you can share the river across everyone and work with only one Route. Like a family of beavers. Yeah, the beavers who are building dams. He's asking about that. No, no. Ah, okay. What are the sticks and stones? Yeah, I understand. To build the dam. No, the dam. Like a wall. Yeah. So what are you asking? What's the material of the dam? Oh, it's what what he sees right next to the to the river. All kinds of pieces of wood and so on. So what? Yes, but in the ten in our work, what are the things that will give us the strength to work against the river? We want to find. A dam, meaning a wall in the middle of the river, so that the water from the river will move in our direction. Yeah? Okay, what are you asking? What's the materials of the dam? The substance of the dam is trees and rocks. Yes, but what are the sticks and stones in our work? Our desires, our desires, that we don't want to let the river just flow wherever it goes. We want it to go in our direction. By that, we come to the Creator. So we should pay attention to good examples of the great ones around us? Okay. Uh, all right. Gilad, next. Right. So before we move to the next part of the lesson, we'll sing a song together.
left 